This podcast episode is brought to you thanks in part to the Independent Dream Factory. The Independent Dream Factory is a promotional company designed to highlight the best that every dreamer has to offer. Let's talk about a moment with Yo, man, welcome back. Another edition of Momo with LNA. It's your boy L here and the lovely Miss A. How you doing today, ma'am? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pretty well, Elgin. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm glad you're doing well. Today's a special day for you, huh? It is, guys. Today is the morning of my birthday. So she's officially 26. And, uh, I'm looking forward to this year. It's going to be great. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Great things. Only great things. But, hey, man, we got our first guest on a moment with LNA, man, our inaugural guest. And it's a couple, man. So, gang, you know, gang. we excited, man. Got got some folks here all the way from Baltimore. But we're going to let them introduce themselves. Hey, guys. I'm Jasmine, the creator of I Like the Podcast. Um, let me just say, LNA flew me out. So, you know, let me say. <laughs> <laughs> Flew it out, you know. <laughs> definitely Bruh. giving professional vibes. Definitely Period. giving big podcast vibes. Definitely giving goals. For I'm sure. famous and Elgin is famous by association. To wow. <laughs> I'm definitely a proud supporter of the A Squad. But now, you know, I'm Ellen A Squad, so it's cool. I love that for you. For sure, man. Appreciate you. And it's your boy, Mike. You know, I'm just here. Um, thanks for having us. Show, of man. course, thank you for coming all the way from Be Nasty to not only be on our podcast, but oh wait, is it not Be Nasty? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, I'll, for so what do you guys from the mean streets of Be like More, man? I like Be Nasty. Be Nasty is definitely <laughs> definitely not giving what it needs to is be. Is it not giving? Don't come to Baltimore, Sammy. <laughs> You're gonna get laid out. Be Nasty, gay, gay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, thank you guys for traveling all the way here to not only be on our podcast, but to celebrate with me. That really means a lot. Of course. Jasmine's my best be friend here. in my head. You know, I think it's definitely <laughs> just like a Scorpio thing. Is it? I definitely think it is. Because I honestly feel like we were supposed to be sisters. And then like We are. Maybe we're really not, because that would probably be really insane if we were. I don't think <laughs> Baltimore or Orlando could I know, be. like, yo, I don't think it'll be ready for us. But friends separated. work very well. Okay. For sure, man. <laughs> I love to see it. Um, so, do you want to tell them we're talking about, or because it's my birthday? I mean, go ahead. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, so for our podcast episode today, since we have this amazing couple in front of us, we're going to be talking about healthy relationships. What does a healthy relationship look like? <laughs> Can you, Jasmine? And I can't podcast together because she's childish. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, healthy relationships. So what does a healthy relationship look like? Um, and just different things that we think that they should have and what they shouldn't have. And just an open dialogue about that. Yeah, and the Is balance. that okay with everyone? Yeah. It is okay. Is that okay with you, Elle? For sure, man. Let's get it going. Awesome. I love that for us. Okay, so um, Jazz, Michael, please tell <laughs> us. <laughs> 
please tell us about how you guys met and how long you've been together. You want to tell him or can I tell him? No, you can tell him. Uh, I'm going to let you tell him. So I was looking good at Amazon. Period. (laughs) Period. (laughs) We was in the struggle. We was struggling at Amazon, right? Okay. I was looking good, minding my business, doing my job. Mm -hmm. And this weirdo came to my station. (laughs) (laughs) Big weirdo energy. This is how I tell stories. Yeah, she, she, you know, you can't really... Don't pay attention to the theatrics. You know? So is she capping? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm definitely sure. adding my spin on it. But I was at Amazon working. <laughs> looking good. Looking. Period. Looking good. I had cut my hair at the time. Okay. So you know what they say when a girl cuts her hair, she's ready to start a whole new life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely was feeling myself. But I was minding my business, working at my station. Mm-hmm. And this guy <laughs> came over, and this guy was like, can I work with you? So immediately the Scorpio came out. No, you cannot work with you. Period. So I proceeded to carry on. And this guy handed me something off the cart and was like, so I thought it was cute because I told you leave and you're still here. And okay, clearly you I mean, don't it's understand. It's kind of giving stranger danger. <laughs> but it was definitely giving depressed. So I like that. Okay. And <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm going to let her finish though. I'm going okay. to tell, tell my son. I definitely play all day. But he handed me, I think it was some crayons off the cart or something. And I was like, okay, so you don't listen. Okay, uh, you can work with me, I guess. And then we talked the whole night, and it was like we knew each other. Like, the conversation was amazing. We literally talked that night. Our shift was from what? Like, from 6 to 6 p.m. to like 3 a.m.? No, it's 5. 5 a.m. So it's from 6 p.m. to 5 a.m. We was working in the warehouse. And like, the conversation, we couldn't have our phones on the floor. So we had no choice but to work and talk. And we literally just talked that whole night. It was like, I knew this man forever. I was like, okay, I like you. You, you cool or whatever. <laughs> so let's see your side, bro. Because <laughs> there's always two so, sides. Like she said, it's always Mine's two sides, right? So, no, no, no. So look, she forgot to tell you guys that once she said no, I actually walked away. I walked Cap. away. <laughs> she was like, I she, she looked, look. I looked back. I looked back, and she was like, "Psych, no." She was like, "Psych, no. You could come. You could come work with me." I was like, "All right, cool." And then, you know, we just took it from there, and it was a vibe. And um, you just we just been at it ever, ever since. That's what's up, man. Definitely um, definitely original love story, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, do you have a question? No, nah, go ahead. Okay. So, um, what do you think attracted each of you to each other, like, in that moment when you're in, besides the fact that Jasmine is a baddie? Um, I think it was just the conversation. And um, before talking to me, what made you come? Oh, to like my before, station? like yeah. um, I mean, of course, like you see, like you know the the facial, you know the the surface, mm-hmm. um, like you know their physical features and all of that. But so you found her beautiful. Yeah, like mm-hmm. she was she was attractive. So you know, thank you, I'm honored. Something just you know how like because you don't go to every attractive girl though. Like mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm saying? It just Kind of felt something. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then you just wanted to, you know, see how, you know, how the vibe was. And then after that, it was just like, all right, I could do this. For sure, for sure. And for me, yeah. what I didn't share. So I had been Pete's Michael way before he came to my station. I think we both did, no. And one day we were waiting to get VTO. Um, and that's like basically when they don't have enough stations, too many people came to the warehouse. So they let people go home, basically. Unpaid, but you get to go home. I was here for it. I didn't want to work until 6 a.m. So I seen this guy. He was real laid back at Amazon. It was like a high school. Everyone had their clicks, but it was just this guy. He was just laid back by himself. I was like, oh, who is that? Like, he <laughs> over there by himself, posted. Like, he was just cool, vibing. I was like, oh, he look good. But me being me, I couldn't approach you. Like, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's what attracted me to him. It was just the fact that he's solo, and he was cool. Like, he was content with just being by himself. He wasn't into the hype. He was just real laid back. And I was just like, oh, I like that. He was about his business. He was about his business. There yeah. to get his check and go. That. For sure, for sure, definitely. Um, so, what would you guys say, or would you say there's a difference now than in the beginning of what you thought was a healthy relationship? Definitely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like in the beginning, I thought that a healthy relationship required a healthy relationship does require communication, but it also requires understanding. Mm. So being able to understand your partner at first, I always thought it was just being able to communicate to him. Mm-hmm. So telling him my feelings, but you also have to consider and understand how he may perceive that or how you may come off your tone. Certain things can't be discussed right there in the moment. So it was definitely, I feel like 
my mindset has shifted when it comes to healthy relationships because going into it, I've never been in a healthy relationship. Mm. I've always had toxic relationships. So going into it, what I perceived as a healthy relationship, I tried to bring certain things that I had or crave for in other relationships to this relationship. Mm -hmm. And I realized that wasn't really a healthy, like it wasn't healthy in my I guess. I think I'm confusing myself hearing myself talk about it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so basically what you're saying is what you thought was healthy might have not been healthy for you and Michael. Yeah. Okay. Um, What about for you, Michael? Um, I would say, like, yeah, it definitely changed. Like, I, I could say, like, just, like, maturing. Like, the biggest aspect was, like, maturing for me and then um, communication. And it just, at first, like, when, you, when you're when you trying to, when you meet someone, you know, you're, I ain't going to say blindly, but, like, you know how they say, like, you're infatuated with, like, that person and that idea of you guys being a couple. And then you don't really know, you know, actually the ins and outs of a healthy relationship. You're just kind of, like, going with the flow. Um, so I think it was that part for me and just, like, maturing and then, like, okay like all right you know you could communicate this differently you know you could do you know just realizing um you know your your faults and your um mistakes mistakes yeah yeah for sure so basically i think what i hear you saying is um this relationship has helped you kind of grow as a man yeah for sure for sure sure. absolutely definitely so how long have you two been together off record (laughs) 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 because let michael tell it we were dealing with each other but we weren't in a relationship but let me tell it we were in a relationship the day you came to my station but well we can't say that because we was was like we was both kind of like still um unavailable still live yeah yeah Yeah, like we was we was kind of like in that gray area you know exactly like you were you were talking but you didn't have like title you didn't know if it was going to be something you get what I'm saying like you was just kind of like you had situations going on you had you know different things going on and then mm-hmm. it was just like okay we finally transition yep yep and then during that process you know you get to learn a lot about yourself and about that person and the fact that you guys were able to just like overcome it like mm-hmm. through all of that it's just like all right you know we get we could rock out so we've been together for three years, but off record, five years. Okay. So I actually <laughs> want to zone in a little bit on Neck that talking stage. Because in our day and age, as like millennials, that is something that like a lot of us struggle with in regards to like, oh, like we're talking, like yeah. we're fucking, we're doing yeah. all of these things, right. but we're not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So when you made that transition from talking to being in a relationship, was it hard for you guys to make that transition? Or like, what did that look like? Uh. Go ahead, babe. Um, I wouldn't say hard. I was ready to be your <laughs> at this point. I'm whoa, doing. Whoa, I was whoa, ready. Whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, I was ready. Coach, cap. We need, we need I wasn't seconds. ready to be your no, girlfriend. You no, 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 no. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. So I mentally, did, you like, was ready. <laughs> mentally, I was ready, but I okay. did like the idea of living life. But I definitely was ready to just have like I knew Michael was the one. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I knew he was the one. Let him tell it, but from I'm telling the truth. We know that's the truth. That's the lie. <laughs> so when For you sure. say, wait a minute, when you say <laughs> you knew he was the one, do you think it was nerves of having that feeling that kind of made you kind of stay in that, you know, want to kick it, but we talking type thing? Um, not so much. I think it was good. Okay. Mm. Um, Because I remember praying for certain things and he would show, like, I would not communicate to him what I needed mm-hmm. from him. And I would pray about these things because, like I said previously, toxic relationships I was in. Like, the things that I craved and I would pray to God and certain things would show up. Would show up. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. And even the conversations that we used to have about my trauma and stuff, like, this is the first man that has never judged me, have never used anything I've shared with him against me. Even mm-hmm. when he's mad. Like, this man could be pissed. Like, ready to punch a hole in the wall. Never punch mm-hmm. me, though, thank God. Because I've definitely been in some toxic relationships. But it was just certain things about him that I knew he's the one. Like, this is mm-hmm. who God brought you to me. Like, I, I just knew it. So For I sure. was ready. But, of course, being young, you still want to live life. Like, I yeah. would never encourage someone to just jump right into a relationship if you haven't lived life. Mm-hmm. 
that's just me. So what does living life look like to you? Freedom, doing what you feel like is you need. And yeah. that doesn't mean dating multiple people, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's finding yourself. Maybe it's traveling. I don't know what that looks like, but I definitely would encourage someone to live your life before you decide to commit to someone else because you don't know what trauma you have. You don't know what baggage you have. You don't know what comes with being with you until you spend that time with you. You can't just jump into a relationship and be like, all right, let's go. And then you realize, like, I'm not ready. Saying, yeah. yeah. Like, I got all exactly. this trauma. Yo is really showing me myself. It's like, you should have took that time to live your life, figure some things out. So, yeah. yeah. So, what about for you, man? Um, Just, like, communication and just, like, <laughs> accountability for, like, your actions. Like, mm-hmm. that's the biggest, the biggest thing before you, you know, jump into a relationship or, like, as you're getting to know someone, like, you have to be okay with having like accountability for yourself like mm-hmm. you can't control what nobody else do like you know saying like you just gotta all right like all right say if i want to talk like i'm gonna give you an example if i want to talk to a girl right mm-hmm. and i'm talking to multiple girls like i gotta be up front and Definitely. say that you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i gotta i gotta do that because then it creates it, it creates confusion you get what i'm saying like but if you communicate that that was, I feel like that was the biggest the biggest thing. Like, because that's when like it get kind of like foggy and like smoky because mm-hmm. you're not communicating. Mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, I talk to this person. Yeah, I like you too. All right, I, like, I think it's too. But you telling them the same thing. Like, you can't be telling them the same thing and then doing expect, something. Yeah, and then yeah. expect them to be like, be cool with it. Like, nah. Like, it, you gotta communicate like what you what you want from this person and what you want from this person. If that's what it, if you just. You can't string her along like that. You can't do that. Yeah. So I also hear honesty. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's the biggest, the biggest thing. Definitely. So um, what would you guys say is your your top two um, things that sustains your healthy relationship? What would those two things be? That's a good question. A prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say patience, but I don't know about patience. Um, understanding. Okay. Prayer and understanding. Yeah. Prayer and understanding. And I would say patience. Okay. Yeah. Because I definitely feel like I don't want to be in any relationship. Friendship, partnership, business relationship, if God isn't in it. And I feel like in a relationship... Um, with me being Christian, both of us being Christian, I feel like there's been times where we could be mad at each other, but we'll go individually and pray and then be able to come back to each other and have that understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely understanding, just being able to understand your partner and understand that the way you operate, the way you think this person is a whole different person. This person yeah. was raised totally different. Mm-hmm. So being able to understand certain things and not perceive it as what you expect for this person to perceive things as yeah that's it so you agree yeah i agree okay you finally said something right (laughs) 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 okay so i want to talk a little bit about something that josh said that stuck out to me was how when you got into the relationship with michael you thought that it was healthy based off like the unhealthy relationship that you had previously Mm -hmm. so michael how did you create a safe place for jazz to be able to be open and vulnerable with you about the different things that she went through um that's a good question um i like it's really no blueprint to it it's just like kind of like who you are as a person like okay. if if you are the type of person that just you know um that don't really have no judgment you get what i'm saying because like we were raised two differently but mm-hmm. My side of the, like, I have, like, the best of both worlds. Like, I have, like, you know, the family. The wild and out. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, I have that. And mm-hmm. I also had, like, you know, a different side of the family that I didn't really talk to. So, I kind of, mm-hmm. like, I never wanted nobody to judge me because I knew how that felt. Mm-hmm. So, I just, I was, it, I think it was just kind of, like, me being myself and, like, how I was raised. Like, and it just kind of, like, happened organically. I mm-hmm. feel like most stuff should just happen organically. And she'll tell you, like, every time, like, she would be like, babe, like, why you don't do this? I'd be like, because it didn't happen organically. Like, I don't, I don't, fo- I, I, it just got to, 
it gotta be right the vibe gotta be right and i think it was just me as a person that created that safe space for the vibe gotta be right definitely sure so i'm gonna ask you something jazz used the word patience a lot um so what do you think about your patience was very helpful to her <laughs> be honest go ahead because <laughs> <laughs> she said patience more than once and that's the look on her face it 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 resonated with me that there's something about the way that you're patient that it helped her um because i i, I allow her to just kind of like grow grow like even mm-hmm. if i know something like i could i can know something is is going on right now and mm-hmm. then like she don't know like i just mm-hmm. be like go ahead babe. like go ahead and you get what I'm saying? Like, let, I'm going to let her find out on herself versus me telling her. Like, I'm going to just be patient. And then she'll come up. Babe, you was right, babe. I know, babe. Like, like, yeah, but, you know, it's all good. Like, I'm just glad you found out by yourself and just having that patience to wait. Mm-hmm. Because without it, it's going to be like, are you telling me what to do? You being controlling this, that, and the mm-hmm. third. It, it's going to create friction. Even though you, you want the best for that person, it's coming from a loving place. But sometimes you just got to let yeah. that person experiencing on your own okay i think on the flip side of that because jazz and i are very similar in the way that we kind of process our emotions and things like that so on one side you have um, michael being patient but how did you get yourself to the point where you wanted to be open and transparent with him um once i realized my way of operating wasn't working for this relationship Mm -hmm. i feel like that's what it was um yeah like I don't know how to really explain it, but I feel like it was a point where it was just like, okay, you can't continue operating like this. Like, you have to be open with this man. You have to talk. Like, and then I had to let him in to know that this is me. So don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me I need you to do point A, point mm-hmm. B. I have to communicate to you. So I guess just what was working previously wasn't working anymore. So it just got to the point where I had no choice but to be open with him. Mm-hmm. So you guys were kind of hitting the brick wall is what you're saying? Yeah. For years, yes. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we just knocked down walls. Yeah. We still got Jericho walls to go, but. For sure. <laughs> it's wow. marathons, not a sprint. Yeah. So. Yeah. But the fact of the persistence, though, because sometimes yeah. when you hit that brick wall continuously, um, you want to give up. Yeah. You know, or you want to yeah. you want to see what else is out there. Per for sure. Se. For sure. Um, so kudos to you guys for the persistence, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Definitely. Not hard. I mean, it's, it's not hard. It's, it's definitely not easy. hard. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, being in a relationship is obviously a lot of work. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm not in one. So, kind of thinking about you guys' relationship, um, how do you maintain your individual selves while being, you know, in a relationship, being one, <laughs> but still being two separate mm-hmm. entities? You want to go first, babe? It don't matter. I feel like for me, it's hard finding that balance mm-hmm. because we was talking about this a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I'm selfish if I focus on me, but I also know that I have to focus on me to be the best me in this relationship. Um, and I feel like for me, it's just like finding that balance because I feel like I'm, I'm turning 28 this month. I feel like I'm just finding Jasmine, like authentically finding me. Like I've been working on trauma. I've been healing myself and I feel like I'm finally who I'm supposed to be. And with that, I feel like God is calling me more to focus on me. And there's been times where I've kind of put this relationship on a back burner. So I feel like I'm putting, um, I got to find the balance. To mm. Focus on me, but still kind of find a balance to be there for him. If that makes sense. I but I yeah. definitely feel like, um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, how I do it is just basically like self-care, basically like working out, um, and like I'm just kind of like a, I'm a laid back like I'm I'm a laid back guy. I don't really need much, you know, for my happiness. Like I just kind of like do whatever feeds my my heart and me as a person. So like I work out, and you know, um, if if there are if there are I mean, mm, dang, I can't even talk. If there are like other like things that I want to pursue, you know, I just Go in, go into it like with just like a, a prayer heart and just, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Like I don't, I don't really need much to kind of like be, um, be okay inside. Be of a okay, relationship. exactly. Okay, exactly. Definitely. 
So um, with you, Jess, you having the um, outlet to have your own podcast and, you know, do other joint ventures with others. Do you feel like that helps you in your balance or do you not look at it in that way? I feel like it does help me in that balance because it gives me a life outside of this relationship. Mm -hmm. It gives me the opportunity to see like what Jasmine is capable of outside Mm -hmm. of Michael. And that's not a bad thing. And I'm really trying to wrap my mind around seeing that it's okay for Jasmine to have a life outside of Michael Mm -hmm. and still be with Michael. Yeah. Because like I said, I keep going back to toxic relationships, but for so long, I looked at myself like, okay, I'm with this person. This is all like, that's all I need. This is all I need. This Mm -hmm. is it. And now it's just like finding that balance to be like, okay, you got this podcast, girl. You're traveling to see friends. Like you can have a life outside of this man and still mm-hmm. be with this man. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. So what are some of the things that you like to do alone, like without Michael or without Jazz? Oh, let's go. How do you say all I like to. Um, so I love nature. We, we both love nature. That's one thing we have in common. And I feel like that's it's days where we go for a walk. We could be mad at each other, but we outside having a um, walk in. It's just like God just works. And it's like, okay, now we're able to come to a common grounds and a, a, like an argument. But for me, I love being outside alone. Sorry, B. But I love to good. be out in nature alone. I love <laughs> to just be by myself because I feel like that's when I hear from God the most without distractions. And even though this is my man, he kind of distracts me sometimes because instead of hearing from God, I'm looking at you and I'm like, oh, he look good. Like, look at him. Well, what he thinking? So it's like just being out in nature by myself. I love to do that alone. I love to go shopping alone because I don't have to worry about somebody mad because um, I'm taking too long. Um, Really? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I hate the part where I got to take the bags to the car. So I feel like let me go into the mall alone or into the grocery store alone, but you sit in the car and then (laughs) You know, and then yeah, when I need you, I'll call you. That's like level 25. Y'all gonna make it though. Y'all gonna get there. It's gonna happen. Or drop you off exactly. and then you're right. gonna work out exactly. and come back. You know, exactly. y'all gonna get there. Y'all gonna get there. Thank you. I'm claiming it. But um, I love to do that. And I like to just, I haven't done it yet, but I see myself traveling by myself. Like, no one with me. Just by myself. Without my man. But I see myself doing it. I, I've always wanted to travel and. It's amazing traveling with my boyfriend, but I want to be able to travel without him to really be like, you got this. Like, God forbid something happens to this relationship, but you are good. Like, mm-hmm. you have, because that's one thing I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to travel by myself. And I feel like having a boyfriend, I'm not going to say it's a crutch, but it's like, that's my safety net. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you come in with Your me. safe haven, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, to travel alone, that would definitely be a goal for me. Like, you got this girl, like, go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely wanted to come out here by myself. But yeah, we're here now. So <laughs> you are here now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We we appreciate y'all both being here. But Definitely. for you, um, Mike, how what are some things you do by yourself? Um, so sometimes, you know, like I may shop by myself. Um, pretty much like honestly, like these recent years, like I would say like within the last three years or four years. I kind of, like, did most of the things by myself. So, like, the only thing I didn't, like, I didn't do is kind of, like, travel. Well, no, no, I did. I did travel by myself one time. I did. I did. Um, so, I like traveling, you know, going out. Like, I got a couple friends, um, childhood friends that, you know, I grew up with. Um, mm-hmm. And we just kind of, like, we check in with each other. We go out from time to time. And um, that's that's pretty much it, man. Like, I don't really be doing too much. I'm hearing you like to party by yourself without me. Not by myself, DJ, but DJ. like you know, with the with the guys, of course. But when DJ. she's not when she's not with me, you know, I have different different outlets. You know, rather be working out. That's that's kind of like my biggest thing, though. Like the gains for sure. I I love like even if I just I don't know it just do something it just do something for me because I was an athlete. Like mm-hmm. I played basketball, football, baseball. Like growing up, so like now that I don't anymore, I just kind of like do it. It's just been it's been a part of me so long, so it's just like I don't know what to do without it. Like I yeah. gotta, I gotta work out some some way somehow. Like it adds purpose to your life, basically. Love yeah. it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. So, um, and this question is gonna be for both of you guys, but tell us and tell the people one example of something that um, Jazz did that hurt you. Mm-hmm. How did you express it? 
and communicate that and you got through it and jazz tell us one thing that michael did that hurt you how did you express it how did you get through it and did it take a long time to get through it's up to you. Was you I was going to let you go first. Cause later, All right. You know, so um, I had a podcast <laughs> back in 2019, and I started Jazzy Talks. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming to Michael, and I was so excited because it's like, I got this podcast, babe. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm the shit. Like, you can't nobody tell me nothing, right? And when I came to him, he didn't express that same excitement, right? Mm-hmm. And I took that to heart. That hurt me because it was like, I'm sharing something with you. That made me feel so happy. Like, I felt like I was on top mm-hmm. of the world. And I get this, like, oh, that's good. So, let, so, me, let me just ask you something real quick. Mm-hmm. When you shared it with him, what what was going on in that moment? Was was he doing something or was it just a... Uh, he was mentally... Um, he had lost his job. Mm-hmm. Um, that was it? That, was, that was the time. That was, mm-hmm. We didn't have the job. When that 2019, was? 2019, Eve. It was he was driving lifts. Okay. Yes. I'm trying right. to be a little discreet. Okay. But, I mean, no, I no, no. You good. I, I, I don't mind. Like, like, no, you good. You good. But, um, yeah. yeah, so... When I had shared it with him, it wasn't like he wasn't happy for me, but it was mm-hmm. like hard for him to share that emotion because of what he had going on in his life. Mm-hmm. And I took that to heart. Like that hurt me because it was like, damn, when you tell me anything, I'm like, yeah, babe, let's go out. Like, come on, sections. Not mm-hmm. literally like get a section, but that's like my mindset. Like, let's yeah. go out, let's turn up. Like, yeah, I'm hyped for you. And when I didn't get that same excitement from him, it was just like, damn, like, are you not happy for me? Like, mm-hmm. are you in competition with me? Like, oh, all of these things started mm-hmm. coming to mind. But it took for me to pray and then communicate to him. And when I communicated to him, I didn't even know what was going on with his mental. Mm-hmm. So it was like, damn, I took that to heart. But that a simple conversation allowed me to see like what he had going on because he didn't know. Like, I didn't know he was mentally like out of it because of what was going on in his life. Mm-hmm. Like being a man, being a provider, it's like to yeah. not have that steady income. It's like, dang, you got a lot going on. The last thing you want to hear about is your lady doing something. And it's not to say like, that's a pass, mm-hmm. but it's definitely I understood. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be happy for me because you got some shit going on that you have to, you know, deal with in a sense. So yeah. All right. So y'all was able to resolve in what day or two? Um, it was it was that day. We had that okay. conversation that day. He was able to let me like I did not know that not having a job affected him the way that it did. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that because he was doing Lyft, it was like every time I'm at work, I'm calling you, yeah, babe, I'm doing a Lyft. I'm like, oh, you got money coming in, you good. Like, mm-hmm. but doing Lyft, that's not steady income. That's not nothing like someone wants to do. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it wasn't even, it wasn't even that. Like, again, like what I said, like you kind of got to let that person, you know, um, have that space to grow. Mm-hmm. So like, that's not the first time that she came She came to me about something that she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, and she's told me in the past, like, oh, like, babe, I don't like when you say this. Or I don't like when you, you know, tell me about this. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like my, my input, basically. Like, if it's not, if, it's ain't, if it ain't, you know, kind of like, like, oh, my God. Like, you get know what I'm saying? Like, if it ain't, like, nothing that kind of, like, is in basically if it's not what I want him to say. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say it, but I'm mm-hmm. uh, you, you. You can, can be say, honest. But um, so when she told me, I was like, "Yeah, babe." I was like, "That's good." Like, I'm I'm happy for you. I was like, "That's that's good." I'm happy, and um, I hope you know it, it be everything that you wanted to be. And this was when I think she launched her first podcast, or whatever. And we we went to we went to New York, right? Jazzy talks. Yep. So the thing about that was, I was like, "Babe, I." I I really was inside happy for her. So funny thing is we was trying to go to New York and we was about not to go. Like (laughs) it was about to be a dead mission. So I was like, babe, I was like, you know what? Like we're going to get the rental car. We're just going to drive up there. Like we were supposed to catch a bus, but the bus, it didn't have enough seats for us to go. Like we would have to take separate buses and we didn't want to do that. So, I was like, babe, like, let's just let's just go because I knew she really wanted to do it. And I was just genuinely happy for her. And I wanted her to get to experience it. And I wanted to see it, it did something for me to see you in that element. You get what I'm saying? So it wasn't that I wasn't happy for you. It was just like, babe, like, I'm happy. Like, that's good. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm I really am. And she might couldn't see it. But inside, like, I was really happy. 
and that's that's what anything she do so. for sure so tell us about your time mike where um something that jazz did hurt your feelings how did you express it and how long did it take you guys to get past it? um let me think Got a list. <laughs> <laughs> Let me to be think. honest. Um, hmm. All right. So one time was when I think we went somewhere. So we went. Where did we go? We went somewhere. Where did we go? We went. We went somewhere, right? And cool. I think she she may have like left out a detail about something mm-hmm. and she was like oh babe i didn't know that you know i didn't know about this you get what i'm saying like this was and i and it took me to a shock because i was like babe like this don't i don't want to i don't want to do like i don't want to do that like it was one of them things where it's like you tell something you tell somebody like babe, i don't want to if this if this is going to how it's going to be i don't want to be there like and she was like um where, where were we at i, I gotta go to the you know so I, I can't remember. This was <sighs> we went out somewhere. Kinda, yeah. But you can say it like, like <laughs> why are you trying to be tasteful? Be honest. We, I don't we know. went, we went. Where did we go? Um, because I need to re- remember. I need to relive it so I can see. <laughs> like, so she can know. add to the story. But yeah. So basically, it was just like we went. We went somewhere, and a person was going to be there. Mm. And she told me they wasn't gonna be there. Mm. So I was like, I was like, it, it made me think, like, hey, like, did you really notice the whole time? Like, and mm. I told you, like, I don't want to go if this person gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'd rather just you, you know, you be with that person. Like, I don't, you don't so, vibe with a certain person. Yeah, it wasn't even. It was just like, it was, it was a, it was a, it was an issue, and it was just like, I don't even want to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, I don't. I didn't want to be around it, so I was just like, all right. So the issue was being blindsided and not right, so much the person. Okay. Right, right, So, and it was like, dang, babe, like, I thought you were, like, in my head, I was like, babe, you knew this person was coming. Like, mm-hmm. so it was like, I thought she was trying to, like, just be selfish mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, put me in a situation where it's like. You got to deal really, with it. Right. So I was just like, dang. Like, yeah. And I told her. And you know we talked about it like we talked about it maybe like when we got home, and so you seen the situation through. Yeah, I, I did, I did, and we was we was in Ancients. there like, like it was it yeah. wasn't like the situation wasn't that big of a deal, but it was just like I didn't I knew principle. I didn't want to be there. It was just like the principal, so it was just yeah, like, all right, like we gonna you know what I'm gonna suck it up. It's cool. Water under the bridge. We just gonna move we gonna move past this. So. I, t- I told her about it, and she was like, you know, she owned up to it. She was like, you know, I'm sorry, babe. And we was able to move past it, like, I think, like, if not that night, maybe the next day. So, show. So, did you know that that person was going to be there, John? I'm still trying to think about the situation. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to lie. Okay. Maybe I did. Maybe it depends on what year it was. Okay. If I'm being honest. If it was back in the early 2019, 2020, no, definitely 2019, 2018. I probably knew the person was there. I'm not going to lie. For sure. I'm still, after we, you know, offline, <laughs> I'm going to talk to him about it just so I can know. No, nah, this was this was recent, though. This is, like, recent. Oh, wait. This is, like, <laughs> this is, this Can was, you tell me where were we? Where were we going? Who this was, was there? This was, this was, like, 2020, like, you know, when I we went to. Weed. No, 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 this was 2020. <laughs> this was 2020. This was, like, when we was going to, um. I think we was going to see, like, I think we was going to an event. You know what I'm t- Like, we was going to over the, the um the church, over there at the church. Great Gethsemane? No, the other one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I understand. All, All right. right. I definitely knew that she was not going to be there. I did not think she was going to be there. So I di- okay I, I I'm there now I'm right. sorry guys yeah. yeah love this for you guys <laughs> I had to really he's he's trying to be tasteful because somebody may I got you. hear this so we I definitely have to talk about yeah. it okay <laughs> so did were you about to say something no go ahead sure. okay so um I kind of want to move into another 
avenue before we wrap up. Um, so something that I always think is really big in relationships and having a healthy relationship is having healthy arguments. Mm. So we hear a lot of times when it comes to like relationships and toxic relationships, people hit below the belt. They bring up shit from like 35 years ago that's not even related to what we're talking about right now. But if it's relevant, sometimes they feel the need to bring it up. If but shit don't be like, you can be arguing like, about cereal and they be like, well, that's why you did this. With like, bro, why are we talking about hey, that? Like, Preach, come on. Relevant. Hey, relevance, come on. <laughs> like, you know, let's, okay. We need relevance. Yes, we need relevance. Let's stay on topic and discuss the other shit. You know, last year, last year. Let's they, not forget <laughs> this year. We're talking about this situation right here, not that situation from two weeks ago that you never said anything about. Oh, my oh. gosh. You are literally like, Bruh. can I just say I love you? Because <laughs> you're, you're, you literally just dug in my brain and took that out of my mouth. Listen, that's a, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a, as a previously married gym right there. That's what that is. Because, yeah. I mean, like those things. Those things happen, man, but let's let's stay on topic. I can go all day on that type all of right. stuff. So how do you two practice arguing healthy? Because arguments happen. Mm-hmm. It's relationships. So how do you argue healthy with each other? Um, I feel like starting out, it definitely wasn't healthy. We definitely would throw, you know, jazz under mm-hmm. the belt. But I think it took for us to mature to see, for me personally, I can't speak for him, you're not against me. You're trying to bring something to the forefront for me to see versus I'm telling you what you did. Like, no, you're telling me how you feel and vice versa. So I think with me just shifting my perspective, that's how I've been able to argue with him healthy. Now, I'm not going to say we sit and talk like, hey, I'm mad at you. My tone may be raised, you know, a curse word may slip out. (laughs) But I definitely feel like now compared to where we were when we first started, we're able to communicate the actual issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same here, like. At first, like, I was always, like, like shit tell you, like, I always start off calm. Like, I I always, whenever we talk about something, I just be like, babe, like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, hit me with it, tell me, and then we'll, we'll figure it out. But then when it gets to, like, all right, you're doing it intentional. You're doing, <laughs> you get the name called. Like, I'm like, whoa, like, I ain't, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm literally here just, to try to help us figure it out, like, and then, you know, like she said, like a cuss word or, you know, we, 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 we do argue sometimes that, but now we do just kind of like, before we, before we like say what we're going to say to each other, we just kind of like try to create that space and make sure that us first is kind of like solid, like, all right, like. I'm not going to go in it to it like he's against me or she's against me. Like, we kind of, like, try to make sure that's not an issue. We're against the issue. But we talk. I think a lot of couples need to think like that. Like, we have an issue. It's not you're right, I'm wrong. We're against this issue. We need to come to understanding so we can resolve this issue. Just a learning experience. Like, the argument itself is just a learning experience. Um, A wise person once said that (laughs) to us before. So. I love it. Okay, so to wrap up our conversation, which has been amazing, thank you guys for being transparent and honest with us. I love your love. <laughs> oh, thank you. Appreciate it. So, Thanks for um, having us. Of course. So we all love you know, the lives of kingdom kids, of being God's precious jewels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do you keep God in the middle of your relationship? That's easy. Like, it's no way for him to get out. Like he, like I, I don't, like I don't want to sit up here and lie, but he literally ordained for this relationship. Like it's been times where we both tried to escape, and he would bring us back together. So I feel like with us just being Christians and putting God first, that keeps God in the middle of our relationship. And even times where I know for me, like sometimes, even if like I don't, my faith or my like, like if I'm not. How can I explain it? Like, if, like, I pray on something, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, say I'm having, like, a bad day or something, like, and then I may be like, dang, like, I don't know if this going to happen. With a, it, he still, like, kind of just, like, puts you at rest. Like, you don't have to worry. Like, God is, 
he's the provider like he's he's everything so like just seeing him work even when i didn't think that it was possible it, he worked it out like you just gotta let him let go and let go like i know that's cliche but like that's that's literally how he's he's been able to show me like it can work i love that for you thank you i love this for us <laughs> <laughs> okay so oh l do you have anything else that you want to say yeah um so one final question i think i have for you guys is do you guys talk about the future? And in the sense of talking about the future, meaning like the things that you want for your relationship going forward. And how does that how does that conversation go? And if you wouldn't mind sharing one or two things with us that um you guys are working towards for your relationship in the future. I feel like I talk about it too much um, <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I'm not allowing us to be in the moment, moment in yeah. the present. Um, because I, I'm about to be 30. Well, I'm really about to be 28, but I feel like that's 30. Like, yeah, I feel it is. like I don't have it's time close. to wait. So I'm like, baby, marry me. Let's get this kid, first kid out. Like, let's go. Like, let's yeah, let's do on. it. Um, but I definitely feel like we do have those conversations. And sometimes they're healthy. And sometimes it's just like, you don't want to marry me. Like, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he's, Michael is very, um, he's the, I don't know what word I want to say, but Michael's more of a planner. Mm -hmm. He likes to plan things out. We're not just about to go jump and get married and then be in debt because we didn't have this big or crazy wedding. Yeah. Like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to plan for it. You know, we got to make sure we're right before we even put a ring on that finger because you're not going to have me out here looking crazy. You're not going to be looking crazy. So we got to make sure we're solid first. But I think definitely um, we do have those conversations. They're not always as healthy because I definitely get in my feelings. Mm -hmm. Because so, like I said, I talk about it to him and sometimes I'm not able to see the present. Like we're good compared to where we came from, where we are now, we're good. So I think, yeah, definitely we have those conversations. For sure. Like, I know for me, like, I like, I like, I just like for certain stuff to be already kind of like, and like, I like certain stuff to happen before, um, you know, we make a, you know, a huge decision. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like to be in a certain yeah, place. Yeah. Like I'd rather, I'd rather us, cause you don't want to just, just go out there and get married and do all of these, these, cause these are major decisions mm -hmm. yeah. and these are life decisions. Yeah. Like, decisions. you know, so I just like to kind of like, I want us to be whole first. Mm -hmm. Like she know who she is. I know who I am. And on top of that, all of the other stuff that come with it, like, you know, financially stability, um, and just us being in a good space personally, I mean, individually and as a team. Okay. And I just be wanting that aspect to be our foundation because once we do make that decision, it's just like, all right. So know. I think what I hear you saying is that you are wanting you guys to be a little bit closer to the better versions of yourself yes. and the better versions of your relationship. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's foresight, man. That's, um, that's wisdom. Um, you know, a lot of people leadership. are and exactly, and definitely, leadership. um, leadership, uh, a lot of men and a lot of people in general don't have that, um, ability to take a step back and say, okay, this is good. This is great. You know, we're having a great time, but, we still on level two exactly. and I would rather us be at like a seven or eight before exactly. we say exactly. I do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because then it, it kind of, it, I'm not going to lie because even if, cause there are some people out there that, you know, are on a level seven and then they end up not working. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And then there are people that work and even though that they were on level two, they jumped in and, and, it, and it worked for them. Some, some people it's like that, but I know for me, it was just like, I, I'd rather, me personally, it was just my personal preference. I just rather us be on a level seven because then I can say like, "Hey, we did give it our best shot. Like mm -hmm. that was, that was the best version of you. That was the best version of me. This is, this and it is didn't it. manifest itself exactly. working yeah. out. Yeah, we gotta we gotta see it through. Definitely, I, I definitely understand and respect that. Um, just as a man, you know, you can't 
you can't fake leadership, you know, um, and for you to be able to possess those those qualities is very, very um, commendable. And I think that, you know, when you talk about patience and that's that's where it comes from. You know, being able to be a leader and not always have to beat your chest and exactly. things like that. Exactly. So, um, big ups to you, man. Big respect you, man. on that. Likewise, man. For sure. Definitely. That's your bond. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it like y'all don't know each other. Like, I mean, <laughs> listen, y'all had y'all a whole three minute exactly. intro of how y'all met and sisters <laughs> separated at birth, <laughs> like. Mama, <laughs> mama dropped you off at the fire Shut station up. in Baltimore and hey, moved to Orlando and had a key lay. Hey, and girl, y'all just had a whole moment. Y'all had a whole moment. No, I love one. it. I love it so much. Thank you guys so much for being on our podcast, for being our first guest on A Moment with LNA. Like, that's huge. Definitely. We appreciate you. Nice. Of course. Definitely. And we have to have you guys back. Of course. Yes. So I think we should just take turns traveling. So it's our turn. That's fine. For sure, man. We, <laughs> we, 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 it, we could take a trip back to I the... I might not be able to fly y'all out like y'all flee me out. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stop you me. know, we could work it out, you know. We'll see. But I'm famous. I only do first class. So. Oh, wow. Excuse me. <laughs> 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 this girl here <laughs> wallet. Girl here wallet, bro. It's for me. Anyways. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, man. Let's so, um, um, go ahead and tell our fan base where they can follow you guys at, where they can find you, if um, you want to be found. You guys can find me on Instagram at Her Light Podcast. And I don't have an Instagram right now at the moment. And that's okay. But, you know, in the near future, you know, if y'all turn it to us, if we get a second episode, we might have an Instagram by then. So, yeah. Okay. Love that for you. <laughs> Love that for him, <laughs> For too. sure. Definitely. Um. Once again, thank you guys for for joining us today, and to the family, man. As always, appreciate you listening, man. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your listens. Appreciate your shares. Um. Please make sure that you, you know, comment things like that. Leave us some some reviews on Apple Podcasts. You know, we need to get up there. Um. We on our way to five hundred listens, man. So, listen to this. Um. Send it to a friend, and um. We look forward to seeing you again. You know where to follow us at. You know, if you ain't following us by now, I don't know. You can follow the lovely Miss A at a moment with A. Um, You can follow myself at executive underscore (laughs) E-L on Instagram. Make sure I have to put that E-L in there. And, you know, you can follow me and um, and Miss A at um, a moment with LNA podcast. Definitely LNA underscore podcast. LNA underscore podcast. You know, man, if you it ain't got it by so now, you ain't supposed to get it. <laughs> okay? If you ain't got it by now, you ain't supposed to get it. The the IG is going to be in the description box anyway. Just okay. click the link. You know what I'm saying? But appreciate my co-host for always being there. You know, correct me when I'm wrong. You know, someone has to you know, be boss. Hold the bat. Hold my bat. You know, you got my bat. I, got I appreciate you, back. you. Always. Okay, guys. Bye. <laughs>